Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast. It is PGA Championship Week, another major, another elevated event. <laughs> uh, and so we're going to be talking about that. We just had a VGN tournament out in Mesquite. Going to be talking about that. And we've got a special guest this evening. Roars, how you doing, brother? Doing good. Doing real good. Uh, oh, we got to give your... Uh, Proper, proper introduction. <laughs> there we go. Welcome to the show. It's been a while. It's been like two years. No, uh, it's been, yeah, it has been a while. Has it yeah. been two years? Uh, a year. It was probably U.S. Open week when I was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Open. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So a um, bunch of life changes for you. Uh, you're down in Southern Florida now doing some work for TaylorMade Golf. Uh, and uh, kind of, you know, living the bachelor dream right now. Yes, yeah, so to speak. I mean, down here in paradise and all the snowbirds are starting to leave. So it's getting to me a little more enjoyable. Yeah, it's the, yeah. the heat's coming. So they run north. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at now, Roars? I'm in Naples. Naples. Okay. Yeah. I lived in Orlando for a while. So I'm uh, somewhat okay. familiar with yep. Florida. Yeah. Only thing further south than me is the Everglades and Cuba. <laughs> the keys. Don't forget the Cuban bees. Well, yeah. <laughs> the keys, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Roar's going to give us some of his, uh, you know, insight into the, uh, the world of golf when we get to talking about uh, Oak Hill and the PGA Championship this week. Um, but before we do that, uh, let's, uh, let's give Matt Gontarek a little time here. Go over some uh, weather. What's up, guys? Matt Gontarek back again with the Chasing Daylight Podcast. Hope the tournament turned out well. Wasn't able to play it myself up in Mesquite, but it looked like the weather turned out pretty nice. Uh, upcoming weekends looking hot. Feeling like the end of June and early July. We have high temperatures in the mid to upper 90s be close to the triple digits on sunday so if you have any plans to golf try to get it out early morning because things are looking pretty toasty for the afternoon we'll have a mix of sun and clouds even a slight chance over the higher elevations for a passing shower but it's looking hot and it's looking dry for the las vegas valley it's about damn time sounds yeah. like matt's driving in the fox 5 rover <laughs> down the freeway well he got a little uh part-time promotion he is the morning weatherman right now yeah because casey left yeah cassandra yeah. left and yeah. uh so i said is this gonna be a full-time gig for you and he's like they probably want another chick but you never know <laughs> um, probably we yeah. we all know news but exactly. he's doing a good job Heck yeah, so I saw a lot of him on television this morning because the morning it's it's like traffic, weather, a little bit of a news story, traffic, weather, a little bit of a news story, traffic, <laughs> weather. Minutes, on the 15, on the 15. Yeah. So uh, congrats to him for that. And uh, yeah, so what what was your guys' thoughts on uh, Mesquite? I know Joe is first time playing Conestoga, Jeremy's second time. Uh, it's been a while since we've been out there. Uh, let's start with, let's go with Jeremy first. What do you think? I thought the course was phenomenal. Um, it was actually better this time because it wasn't windy. I mean, we had a little wind on the last maybe hole and a half, but dude, the course was way, I had way better than my expectations. So I, I sort of was just remembering how it was the first time I played it, which was super dry, windy, patchy, but it was incredible. I would love to go up there more often. How, how much did that... Uh... How much of that assessment is because you won? <laughs> um, maybe a little, but I, 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 was, I think the, I was the person who shot 20 over in the diamonds division might have a little bit of a different thought of Conestoga. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, yeah, probably a positive outlook because of the win, but I, I was actually impressed with that course. I, I think I would rank it probably my favorite in Mesquite. So yeah, I agree with that. I love me some Kana Stoga. All right, Joe, your first time out there. Yeah. Um, cool course. Uh, dug the layout. Uh, 
seemed a little discombobulated at times, but uh, enjoyed it. Great conditions, of course. Uh, greens were great. Um, I would not say it's my favorite course in Mesquite. I think uh, Falcon Ridge would be my favorite. I, I had a lot more fun at Falcon Ridge, uh, but it was great. It had some uh, Tobacco Road kind of flavor to me and some situations, which I which I enjoyed because I love Tobacco Road personally. Um, but how yeah, much did, how much did the tequila influence your love for Falcon Ridge versus playing in a tournament at Conestoga? Tequila? I didn't drink tequila anymore. Were, were, weren't you drinking tequila out there when you went with? No. Uh, Last time Trey I drank tequila and... was at TPC Summerlin with uh, Rich on his uh, the member guest, mm. and that was Cuervo, and that's pepper. what were you drinking at Falcon pepper. Ridge? I remember you were saying something at Falcon Ridge that you were drinking. Uh, I, I mean, I was, I might have been drinking. I wasn't driving, but um. I think I think Falcon Ridge is more fun personally. I don't I don't know like Conestoga is like it's better than Wolf Creek for sure. But it's not a course I'd want to play every day. Hmm. And that's what I was saying. I mean, I could play Falcon Ridge every day, I feel like, and be happy, but Conestoga is maybe like a once a month kind of I mean if I lived out there, maybe it'd be once every two weeks, but uh I would say <laughs> I, I, like uh, on a cliff on a cliff level out of 10 i'd probably play like wolf creek once uh conestoga three times and then falcon ridge six if we're going on the cliff hmm. scale on the cliff scale yeah but uh, i enjoyed it It was great it was in great condition uh still feels it feels a little unfinished still kind of and i don't know if that's the the cart paths or what it is but I think they're still building around 15, the first 16, few, 17. Yeah, the first few holes are a little more like drastic. And there's there's a couple more. It gave me a, a bit of a Cascada vibe in situations, but I enjoyed it. It's a great course. I, I definitely would not skip it. That's for sure. Uh, really good course. But uh, personally, uh, in Mesquite golf goings, I would go uh, Falcon Ridge as my top currently. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Good to that know. That is interesting. I think Falcon Ridge is sort of like a watered down Wolf Creek. And I don't mean that in a negative way because Wolf Creek's just it is. It's I like mean, that's what it's it like is. clown golf. And then you have Falcon, which is a little more serious golf, but I think Conestoga's the more serious, like player style. It's it's that's a why golf I like course. it. Yeah, I could play it. I could play it all the time. I think it's a watered down mix like the the front uh holes on Conestoga are like pretty wolf creaky but a watered down wolf creek mm -hmm. and i don't feel like the back nine matches the front nine perfectly and i think falcon ridge creates that like kind of vibe the entire way without being too drastic mm. personally yeah i can see that respect we, respect we got some so it's more of a it's more of a flow falcon ridge has more of a flow to it we got some guys in the chat we got eric and mark with us hi welcome Ew. fellas yeah, welcome, and we did welcome. call each other about the wardrobe. We were wearing black shirts, black hats. So <laughs> <laughs> it's PGA week. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, yes. Um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, shit. I don't remember. Oh, well. Lost my train of thought. Uh, so the, the winners that we had out at Conestoga, Jeremy won the Diamond Division. Uh, Greg Paulson won the Spades Division. Uh, Dan McKetron won the Hearts Division, and Dan Higdon, two-time winner now, first-year player, won the Clubs Division. Uh, Twenty, let's see, forty-seven guys showed up. Beds would have been there, but something came up with work, so he couldn't make it. Um, and I mean, it was a little slow play. And shout I knew, out Travis Matthew. Yes. Um, oh yeah, we got. I got. I can show everybody this. Yeah. Boom. Ridge Wallet. Um, it's a Travis Matthew wallet, not a Ridge wallet. It's a Travis Matthew Ridge wallet. Ridge wallet. The, you got to say Travis Matthew first. Travis Matthew. Oh, here. Let me do it this way. There. It's a Travis <laughs> Matthew, Matthew wallet. <laughs> um, shout out, Beds. Yes, shout out, Beds. Uh, I, knew, I had a feeling we might have some slow play just because those people who have not played that golf course were in for a little bit of surprise. Um, there's some you know, unique holes to say the least. Um, I had my very own Jordan Spieth uh, moment um, that nobody decided to catch on tape. I 
<laughs> Highly disappointed in my car partner for that should've one. Should have waited. <laughs> I was waiting. I got hit into twice. I was right, I I was was right there. I was right there. <laughs> anyway, so Matt had a ball that ran out onto the fairway, onto a cliff, literally a foot to a cliff to a 50-foot drop. Oh, Maybe it was, more than that, a 75-feet drop. It, it was an inch. <laughs> I mean. And I said, are you going to hit that? And he said, I don't know. So I started looking for my ball because I hit one way out of bounds. And then I walked all the way down to the bottom fairway. And uh, while I was while I was walking down past the hill, he hits. I, I want to get on film, but he, he didn't he didn't confirm that he was going to hit it. So because I had to I, take a stance and I couldn't know if I would my... have stuck around if you if you had. The balls to say that you were going to hit it guaranteed with 100 percent confidence, <laughs> I would have sat there and waited for you to hit it. Oh, OK, I'm sorry. Yeah, your fault. So I took a picture of it at least. But uh, yeah, I pulled it. I actually flew the green. I was stunned. I made really good contact. Um, wasn't expecting that at all. But uh, yeah, it was a good time out there. Um, I think everybody really enjoyed it. Uh, besides the no ice in the coolers. Hot water is not fun when it's 90 degrees outside. Um, but they did have some ice. The, uh, the hot dog uh, cart girl was hilarious. Um, yeah, it was it was a good time. So oh, we'll wrap up that next event is out at Siena and we've got 58 players signed up for that. Got two spots. So if you're listening and you're in the VGN and you haven't signed up, what the hell is your problem? Get signed up. It's going to be a good event. 7 a.m. Shotgun. Crickets. Crickets. Right on. Yeah, I'm there. What, okay. What, no question. I'm there. What are you talking about? All right. What do you well, want me to I'm, say? I'm not talking about it. Yeah, hype it up. Help me out. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be incredible. I've heard Sienna is in really good shape. I heard their greens are fast and firm. And and we're playing there Saturday morning gonna at 6.13 going to find out Saturday morning. Somebody. Well, as you know, it won't, it'll happen between shows. So somebody's turning 40 on Saturday. See, this is something I did not know before the post of the Tinkertown Tuesday. So. I'm excited what? for this. What didn't you know? The Big 40. I did not know this. Oh, oh, oh from my post. Oh, yeah, really? That's Digger how Town. you found out? Oh. Yeah. yeah, Jeremy's turning the Big 4-0. Rory, yeah. you just turned the Big 4-0. Yeah, almost a year ago. <laughs> a little late on that one, Matt. Hey, hey at least I knew he turned 40. Happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Rory, how, did, get how the does card it feel? How does it feel when you're turned 40? Because I know, Matt, it's been a while, so. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like, like rolling over that last mile, mileage, uh, that last mile before you're out of, out of warranty. Ah, that's, <laughs> that is not the positive reinforcement <laughs> I was looking for. I, I, I told him, you know, it, it, in a phone conversation, what happens when you turn 40? And, and he was like, yeah, whatever. And a couple of weeks later, he's like, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Turn 40. So I'll, had a I'll, have that, I'll have that conversation with you Saturday, Jeremy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> 40 year old ears only. Sorry, yeah. Joe. Yeah. I'm, I'm close though. I'm close. Coming up in a couple of years. Yeah. 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 A couple of years. All right. So PGA championship this week. Uh, Rochester, New York, Oak Hill Country Club. Uh, last time it hosted uh, the PGA Championship was 10 years ago when uh, Mr. Duffner won on a, uh, they said a rain-soaked course. I don't remember much about that. That was 10 years ago. Um, That's when but, you were 40. Yeah, exactly. Um, a redesign took place, or not a redesign, a refurbish. Is it a, it's, what, it's a renovation. Joe? Renovation. Thank you. Yeah. It's a Donald uh, Ross re renovated by, is it Gil Hans? I was no, just no, looking no, no. that up. No, it's, it's another guy. He was on uh, live from, live from uh, PGA tonight um, mm. talking about it. And uh, wow, really impressive what they've done. Um, they got rid of the uh, POA and bent combo grass, and it's all bent now. They brought back some of the original undulations um reworked some bunkers got rid of some trees and it is incredibly close to the original design um 
which is going to be pretty amazing. Man. I mean, with the OG Donnie Ross, I would have loved to see my man Kyle Franz redo that one because uh, he did a spectacular job at a few of them. But I'm excited know. for this one. Wait to I some of the I know. I mean, well, I've I mean, seen. yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see it. Now that I have actually checked off some Donnie Ross in my life and I've got Donnie a few times, like I'm excited to see it. Yeah, 7,400 yards ish. It's crazy. I don't pay attention to like slope and rating on some of these courses. I'm sure they're all higher than normal courses, but this one is 77.3 and 153 slope. Oh my God. Wow. And that's probably not PGA championship conditions. That's probably just yeah, probably. what the USGA <laughs> rated it when the redesign mm-hmm. or the yeah. renovation took place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good Lord. Yeah. It's, it's a par 70 at 7,400 yards. Yeah. Pretty wild. What, what are you shooting, Roars? A couple of aces, a couple albatrosses. <laughs> yeah. Probably a 78 <laughs> by means of 40, 46, 32. <laughs> uh, oh, you want to give an update on the hole-in-one count? You've had a couple since the last time you were on. Uh, yeah, I'm at 31. <laughs> Fucking guy. And your one, your recent one was like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, uh, five wood on a par four. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have on a par four now? Uh, I think that's four. Good grief! Wow. Crazy. My first, my very first one was. Uh, it was actually no. It was my third hole in one, but it was uh, in a high school tournament. My first hole in one in a tournament, anyway. Jeez. That's yeah, awesome. combined, combined, Roars and I have 32 hole in ones. <laughs> That's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, Justin Thomas is our defending champion. Uh, some notable things Spieth is going for the career Grand Slam um, again. Uh, John Rahm is trying to go two for two in majors. Uh, we got some live guys, uh, Phil, Cam Smith. Who else is in there? Taylor Gooch, Joaquin Union, uh, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed. I think is in there. Yeah, Taylor Bryson. Bryson. Uh, is Bryson? I think so. Yeah, he should be. Why would he be in open. it? Oh yeah, you get the five year exemption. That's right. Oh, oh, wait, is it? So yeah, was he? Yeah. Let's see where they have. Where does? Data Golf have Bryson at? I don't even see him. Oh, there. Oh, wow. They have him way down there. Woo. Yeah. Way down there. Is Mito Pierre in there again? I think so. Mito. I think Mito's in there. Yeah. Thomas Peters. That's another. There's a few guys for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, Got uh, Kurt Kitayama from Vegas, Taylor Montgomery from Vegas, UNLV ties. Um. Yeah, it's going to be a good event. 600-point FedEx Cup event. Uh, this is where we really need to make up some ground on the Birdies and Bourbon Challenge. Joe, hey, I got to win. I got to win. Yeah, he made up some ground. Joe us. made up some ground, and they didn't have a great outing, so That's we're not true. as deep in a hole as we were a couple weeks ago. And we're talking about me calling Jason Day as the winner at the Byron Nelson this past weekend, and your boy. Joe hitting greens, called them. And you also called Harry Higgs, who well, that was just that was just because <laughs> it's just because I love Harry Higgs. I mean, we're trying to win some money. I mean, it's not uh, like a guarantee or anything, but uh, <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah, in our in our uh, weekly pick contest, uh, Jeremy still holds a 564 point lead on me, and he's about to lab Joe. So, I don't even know how that's possible. I'm sure, that'll turn around about to happen. soon. Joe is having his worst season ever in the pick contest. That's because I'm just trying to win some money. I'm just trying. I'm just going long odds. You know, that's what we do. Uh, Speaking of odds, why don't you bring them up for this and uh, and we can go over some of the top players and what we think is going to uh, take place. 
Yeah, I can, I can absolutely do that. Also, a quick little hockey segment. Shout out the Golden Knights going on yes. to the top four. The we're gonna we're gonna get the Stanley this year. Can't we're wait. halfway halfway there. Eight Playing wins down. Eight wins to go. Eight to go. All right, PGA Tour. PGA Champ. Uh, so your favorite is Scotty Scheffler, who played really well this past weekend. He what finished third or something like that. Uh, seven to one. John Rahm is eight to one. Rory McIlroy thirteen to one. Brooks Kepka sixteen to one, along with Shoffley and Cantley. Uh, Tony Finau eighteen to one. DJ twenty to one. J Day. Cameron Young twenty two to one. Justin Thomas twenty five to one. Victor Hovland. Uh, Cam Smith. Sung Jay. Max Homa twenty eight to one. Colin Morikawa thirty to one. Uh, shout out Taylor Mate. <laughs> Matt Fitzpatrick 35 to 1 along with Jordan Spieth, Sam Burns, uh Terrell Hatton 40 to 1, Hideki 55 to 1. Ricky Fowler back in the field for a major. Welcome back, Mr. Ricky Fowler 65 to 1. Wakan Naman 70 to 1. Taylor Gooch is as, as well 70 to 1. Minwoo Lee, he came in stunting. Did you see him come through the airport? I liked I liked his vibe, Minwoo yeah. Lee. Uh 175 to 1. What it's was he doing right in the there. airport? He just he just had a vibe. Just looking chill. Just enjoyed it. Uh, all Did the you way see to the Max Homa in the airport? Hold on. Yeah, he, he had like, like a total bag. bags. Yeah, yeah like all like... the bags are hooked together. It's like a train. <laughs> yeah, Minwoo Lee was carrying a track man bag, and he was just vibing. It just felt like it just felt like he's going to play well this week. But uh, all the way at the bottom, two thousand one, Sean McKill, and uh, who? What's uh, who's Todd caddying for? Let me see if he's on here. Um, I can't remember his name. I yeah. feel like it was Sean. I feel like his name was Sean. I saw his post the other day and I should have. Yeah. And shout out Todd. I mean, awesome week. Be out there caddying uh, the PNW. It's Colin Inglis. He's probably not going to be on here, but let me just. Well, like, he's a PGA professional. So let me just do a quick little Colin. What? Inglis. 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 Yeah. I don't see him. But, butchering that, but. Uh, I would love to see him get a win with Todd on the back. That'd be incredible. Oh my God. Shout out Todd. Yes, do it. He's been sending me pictures from there. They played with uh, Victor Hovland and uh, Webb Simpson today. He said, yeah, they got up to the first tee and they popped up and go, hey, can we join you? (laughs) Like, what are you going to say? No. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. That's (laughs) No, we're we're trying to get in his own here. You guys can go piss off. Happy for Todd, man. Yeah. I mean, we should probably get him on the podcast here next week. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I told him, I said, you're, you're out there slumming with uh, some nobodies. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Eugene, Oregon. Too funny. So, yeah, that'll be fun. See, getting his insight. He said, he said the course is insane. He said it is so pure and uh, hard as fuck. <laughs> I mean, Donnie, Donnie Ross don't fuck around. Uh, Roars, how many, how many uh, aces do you have on a Donnie Ross course? Is that a number that you know? It's not. No. Is there, is there any that you think is possible that it's an ace on a Donnie Ross? Because he fucks you. Possibly. <laughs> Let me look them up while we're thinking about. Pull up that Excel file. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to just go to line Q. <laughs> yeah, see, I gotta. That's why I gotta call second him, monitor. Column seven. <laughs> Jeez. Oh goodness! That's way too many. Still, way too many hole in ones. <laughs> What's the world is record? There, yeah, is there a Guinness World Record like book with the most hole in ones? I mean, oh, I, I would figure that you would have to like document them in a certain way. But you gotta be, you gotta be up there. You gotta be like top ten, I would think. It's a Let's fucking see. lot, man. Let's see what we got here. Oh, well, you know. probably got those. Yeah, that you probably got those snowbirds in Arizona playing those executive courses. They're seventy yard par threes that they. Yeah. I've got. They got sand greens and it's just. <laughs> so I've got forty. There's a guy named Mansell Davis who has fifty one all time hole in ones. Coming for you, that. Mansell. <laughs> He's got 10 double eagles. So you're not that far behind Roars, honestly. Like, you're yeah, right. I got there. him on double eagles. Do you have more than 10? Okay. How many of those do you have? Well, I mean, 
I mean, 80% of them are at least sweet, 12. Right? <laughs> 80%. <laughs> at least 12. <laughs> <laughs> Within 72 hours of each other. <laughs> Actually, like four hours of each other. Yeah, less than that. That's, That's crazy. So the uh, course record or the tournament record is uh, 264. And in order to beat that, that's held by Kepka at Belarif. Um, 17 under is what someone has to shoot to break that record at this course. Um, the 18 hole record, a whole bunch of people have shot 63. Um, so an eight under 62 would set a new um, course 18 hole record for the PJ Championship. Uh, which I there's a bunch of guys there that that can do that, but uh, man, this course is looking incredibly tough. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's going to be a fantastic challenge. I always love the PGA Championship just because it like it's hard. Well, I mean, they, it's, it's it's one it's, of the harder ones. It's turned around in the last five six years. It's it's become almost like what the U.S. Open used to be. You know where yeah, it was yeah. one. One under was a dramatically great score at a U.S. Open. Um, I think the PGA Championship has kind of taken that, taken on that identity. Yeah, and and given the guys an ultimate challenge. Yeah. Yeah, at least I love seeing like some of the club pros playing in it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love, I love, I love uh, tournaments that like majors, especially like U.S. Open, PGA that you can like qualify for like mm-hmm. the open too. Right. I mean, yeah. It was, it was fun watching those tournaments, the, you know, the PGA uh, players, PGA of America, the guys trying to get in the field. You know, a couple of weeks ago, that was, that was pretty cool. It's a, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a good tournament. So. What are you clicking on? What are you clicking on? <laughs> I, I got two two Someone's two dollar Rosses. Okay, two dollar uh, Rosses, and one of them really cracked me up because it's, um, Bacon Park in Savannah, which is a goat ranch, or at least it was when yeah. when I was in college and we played it there, and the city owns it. Yeah, the other one's okay. Pinehurst number two. Mmm. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. That's a nice one to have on your list. It is. Totally. It was number two. Uh, yeah, which hole 15. was it? It was probably the worst right. shot <laughs> I've ever hit in my life that went in. Now, let me ask you this. Since we're talking to one of the hole-in-one kings in the world, right? We're, we're close to the Guinness World Record of hole-in-ones. We're, like, we're talking to one of, the, one of the goats of aces. How many of those shots did you hit how you wanted to? Percentage wise, oh, say. Good question. Probably ninety percent. Ninety percent. So ninety percent, you're firing yeah. at that pin, trying to hit it in the hole, or get so, it as close to the hole as possible. You so know? my my, yeah. So my mentality is yeah. good. So it's gonna happen at one point eight. It sounds like because I always <laughs> fire pins. Fuck it. It's just a game, you know. Uh, yeah. That nothing wrong with that. I mean. <laughs> Now, now, just so we're clear, Wars is going away from like the tiger, how he plays at firing at the best spot to miss. Wars just fires the pins, and he's he's like number two <laughs> in the world with aces. So just so everyone, just fire fucking pins. It it doesn't just matter. It's just a pins. game. Yeah, it's just yep. a game. <laughs> That's me with my passive. I don't, I don't play enough anymore to pussyfoot around. I mean. You're trying to get your money's worth every round you play. Yeah, totally, totally. Man, I, just, I mean, who wants to go out there? I hit the fat part of 18 greens and had 42 putts. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know if I would be happy if I hit 18 greens with 42 putts, or I'd be devastated that <laughs> I have the skills to hit 18 greens and it was chicken shit to fire at pins. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, Mike had a, or Mark had a good comment here. 31 hole in ones makes me feel really pathetic for keeping a list of all my eagles <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my list of eagles uh, i keep track of <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you keep track of threes on par fives i keep track of ones on par threes yeah. <laughs> and ones on par fours and par fours uh, <laughs> throw a few in there oh goodness gracious uh, so, uh, what what channel is this on this week? Is it uh, CBS I it's straight or ESPN? NBC? I think I saw a commercial from ESPN this today, right before the hockey game. That it's, I mean, ESPN is uh, promoting it and broadcasting it, so it looks like it's going to be an ESPN. Yeah, hey. ESPN Plus, ESPN. Yep. Nice. That'll be. Uh, what's that? What did they do? What they do? The Open is what ESPN does also. I don't know. Do, do, I think I think they might do the open in uh, the PGA. I think. I mean, oh, it is on it is on CBS. Yeah, on Sunday. Got CBS as well. Thursday and Sunday. Which is crazy. Why hasn't ABC? Why haven't they bought out the contracts from CBS or NBC and just keep it all under the umbrella? I mean, if I if I was PGA, I would just fucking buy the CW. Well, I mean, I guess PGA Tour doesn't actually own this. So, I mean, they don't own the Masters. They don't own the U.S. Open. So it's it's kind of like on the, you know, the respective collective of whatever's running it that they can get go out and get their own rights to or whatever, sell them how they will. But I think it would be great if they were in all one spot. I mean, it, we're in the world of streaming now. So it would be great if there was just like a golf app where you can stream all of the majors or something like that. So. Maybe that's something we could look into incorporating together us four guys and just create an LLC and just <laughs> buy the rights for. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a big nut. Who's got a million? <laughs> yeah. We probably need more uh, than that. <laughs> yeah. That's for a, that's for an afternoon. <laughs> sell commercials three whole coverage for beer of the bottom of the field. And, uh, <laughs> sell commercials for beer zombies and UST Mamiya and, you know. Oh. Maybe we'll get a titleist since uh, Jeremy's a titleist player. Taylor made a, Roars might be able to help us out with that, but you know, could hey, be a good idea. Uh, Roars has played the darts, and he's had good things to say about them. I have. Yep, they um surprised me. It also surprised me that I like the ninety gram, a little lighter. Yeah, that's wild. Lighter. Yeah, I was you know because I I lost sixty five pounds last winter, and so none of my golf equipment fit me, and I was not playing much so i was trying really hard to put myself in a 770 or some kind of combo set um be a little more forgiving and i just and i went from steel to graphite i couldn't get to spin where i needed it to so i ended up in the same head the mcs that i've been playing with the dart shafts and they're they're money interesting i'm really curious curious to try those yep well, Jeremy, I'm go- I'm gonna have a set of 105s uh, available. Probably, well, it depends on how well these new Darvies work for me. Are they standard length? Yes, I built those standard length. No. Okay, I did. I didn't mean that in offensive. Oh no, way. you were. He, he definitely me. did. He's he calling me did. small. I, I <laughs> old and small. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. If I it's it. anything like that putter, I felt like I was Michelle Wee on the practice screen. <laughs> <laughs> little tabletop back going on. Oh, and for all the haters, the putter is still in the bag. Yes, it's still in the bag. Um, uh, the the poll I put out there had uh, the majority of you fucks saying that uh, it would not make it th- through the weekend. So <laughs> it made it through the weekend. Um, Joe, I, I'm I'm serious about this. What did you think about my putting on Saturday? Because, Trash. oh my God, what a dick! <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, he wasn't yeah, paying attention. He was. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention that much. I mean, I mean, your wedge play sucks, but your putting was better than your wedge. Oh, play, my wedge play sure. was horrible. That's the <laughs> worst wedge game I've had in God so long. 
It's so funny I, that that video I posted on Instagram. I, I cut off the part where I said, "I'm sick of these fucking wedges." <laughs> <laughs> and, and Joe was like, "Whoa, does Corey know?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm not sick of the wedges. I love the wedges. I'm sick of me hitting wedges. That's what I'm sick of." Mm. <laughs> I did the same. I did the same thing you did, though, and I, you know just smiled and laughed and enjoyed myself so yeah steven jackson said he did the same thing too yeah from the same spot <laughs> funny funny i think it was the grain although there's no grain out here ah <laughs> uh, so uh yeah the new u.s team of me and dart shafts in in i built up a set i'm gonna have them tomorrow night at five iron to test them out and see um took a couple swings in the backyard today you know what I get to test out tomorrow on five iron too, right? What? The five wood shaft that you built for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the pre-cut. Hey, I'm trying something new. <laughs> Rose, you know about I this, do. right? Yes. Yeah. I, I I brought it to the range at Conestoga. And I like, told don't, him don't, don't hit that here. I said, don't, don't hit, hit that, that here. It's like, why? He's like, I don't really want to tell you. <laughs> It's like, well, where else am I going to hit it, Matt? Where else am I going to hit this? Uh, He's like, hit it at home. Like, I have a fucking driving range in my backyard, and uh, yeah. So, yeah. I get the I get the pre the pre cut uh, hey, hosel tip. It's a new aerodynamic <laughs> tip lightning design. Yeah, I mean, you're shaving some weight at least. Maybe I'm the swing chain, some, the swing yes, weight is a little I, different. I, but I shaved a little bit fuck, of weight man. off the tip. <laughs> yeah this guy this guy like pre like you know you know when you get the perforated edges on like you're building like a like a envelope like you're trying to cut pre perforated is it perforated i don't perforated. know what the fuck are you trying perforated. to say perforated when you got a rip piece of paper yeah it's a perforated like a check shaft yeah exactly like the like the top of our scorecards that yeah. nobody yeah. knows how to use yeah. Exactly. Yes, That's what my shaft looks like. Exactly what he's doing. <laughs> it does not look like That's that. what the shaft is. <laughs> uh, Pre-built for... I really hope the very first swing, it just flies into the screen tomorrow night. Oh, it's going I, to. It's I going really to. It's going See, to. I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you knowing... You just want me to there's... hit it on a, uh, somewhere like, hey... I could just be out playing without you and I'll just no, throw no, it no, in no, like, no, hey, no. let me try here. And it just no, I, I wanted flies to into a five iron. I should have I shouldn't have even brought it. I should have just said, ah, oh, shit, I forgot it. You probably should have just threw it away, honestly. It, it could be revolutionary. <laughs> it could, but I doubt it. It's called a slotted tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and where I place that slot is key to activating the I mean, tip I'm never section. I'm never going to feel comfortable hitting that shaft, so I'm never going to play it. Wasted but I'll hit it tomorrow time. at five iron, but perforated. Have you done any tour stuff since you've been with TaylorMade? Uh, yeah, a little bit of tinkering, modifying, and some just put it together. Um, nothing crazy. Okay. Yeah, well, that's it. Even, have you traveled, traveled with the truck or anything, or do you just kind of you, you get stuff and send it back out? Yeah, it's mostly mostly what I've been doing has just been straight through players. Um okay. that have they'll send fly something to me to work on or a lot of brain picking, picking my brain, like, hey, what should I get these guys to try? This is what I'm trying to achieve. You know, like remove the draw bias from an H D fairway wood, you know, hot melt or bend it mm -hmm. a little flat, something like try you know, try those things. Or put a slot in the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what's what's been the biggest surprise from Taylor made this year with all the new release stuff for you what what's been a like you weren't expecting uh, this? i'm gonna say the forgiveness of the driver this was forgiveness. yeah i mean it's far forgiveness yep it's um <laughs> it's true i mean it's the you don't lose as much ball speed on the misses but i mean it's kind of corrective too, you know, I mean, it's the, as a, as a master fitter that fits eight, 16 people a day, six days a week, I've never had the misses sell a driver before. 
you know, it's normally that one you pound between mm-hmm. the screws or like, Oh man, that was awesome. I won it. You know, I'll yeah. have somebody hit one off the toe that skirts the right edge of the range and kind of comes back and they turn around and are like sold. Like if that had that been my driver, mm-hmm. it'd been over those trees or in the trees. Um, yeah. So that's, that is really great to yeah. hear. Because I, I've been really considering a driver experiment. Oh, so, mm-hmm. but I have no, I, I've been a tideless driver person and I'm ready to try something new, something else. There you go. Oh, so, my and I've been curious about goodness. this. I've been, I'm so I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Jeremy I, Martin has left Titleist. No. <laughs> Hey, my bag is like slowly changing. No more Titleist irons except for wedges. Putter, I don't know. I don't know. But driver is up on the chopping block mm. right now. Mm. So I may have to wow. go try some out. That is you know, good. I know a few people that had like some chips in their Stealth 1 and the, the hood's flying off. So has Stealth 2, like, improved that? Have you seen that situation in Stealth 1? And then has it been better in Stealth um, 2? I've only seen, personally, one failure. And it was, um, you know, one of my demo heads that had been hit 1,700 times. And the guy swinging it was swinging, like, 127. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. And, well, yep. That'll do it. And uh, the whole face came off. Um, oh wow! This is stealth this one. Stealth, stealth one. Stealth everything two. I saw was like chipping or or cracking or mm. the uh, crown coming off, um, or popping loose or whatever. But um, yeah, stealth two. I've only seen the one, and I've heard of that happen a few other times, a few other places. Um, so what what are the tour vans doing to? for the guys that swing at 125 miles an hour to prevent, are they doing hot meld in it to add some strength or, or do they have an idea of what's causing that? A lot of them that? have hot melt. Um, a lot of them also, if you're hitting it in the spot you're supposed to, it's doesn't loosen or weaken where it's going to come apart. If I that makes sense. Mm. So, I mean, these yeah. guys aren't, hitting it way off the toe. Yeah. yeah, they know what they're doing. Now, I know I know you have to be politically correct on all of this. So, uh with the Rory comments recently, was there an internal like implosion because he said, what did he say? What did Rory say recently about he wants to go back to the sim? Or something like that? I heard the rumors of that. With yeah. His driver? I don't know exactly what he said, yeah. Something about that. Do you know anything about that? The only stuff I know about is when he was wanting to go back to Sim One or Stealth Stealth One. Oh, so he wanted to go back to Stealth One, and he wasn't. Well, it it wasn't. So he stuck with Stealth One when Stealth Two came out. Okay. And but then he went to Stealth Two, and so yeah, so it's kind of I'm trying to. Cause that's when he was like leaving. He was like leaving. He like, that's when he left Harbor town. Right. And he got that penalization from like, what was it? Like 3 million. Cause yeah, he played because it was million. an elevated event or designated event. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, he'd said that before the Dell match play and then hit that 360 yard drive that. Yeah. And here's the thing with the, with all this fucking bullshit that these players say is, you know, people want to feel what they want to feel and they they're used to looking down at something that they're used to and and people throw all up in arms on these manufacturers and like me like i i want to look down at something i want to look down at and i'm not i'm not the greatest player in the world but if it doesn't look right to me looking down on it i don't want to play it so it could be a situation like that and you know but he it was a big deal with him like he had to pay like I don't know if he had to pay it out of his pocket, but in the year end bonus or whatever, probably he doesn't get paid the 3 million or whatever it is. But the pip, they said it was going to come. Yeah, it, probably. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's so interesting how we like, 
like this PGA tour is a microcosm of some bullshit that all of us golfers want to watch and we pay attention to all the little and we nitpick, you know, and it's it's just funny. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to justify what I was talking about. <laughs> and uh, you know, I just want to sell my hidden greens t-shirt. <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm fucking around. <laughs> Uh, doing this for you uh, you and you and you and you and you oh man oh <laughs> uh, that was too funny <laughs> i just want to play cool golf courses and enjoy myself with my friends man that's that's it okay <laughs> what what about the burner the mini driver it's incredible i'm curious about that one yeah i almost i almost said i'm never hitting a full-size driver ever again um, I mean, it's, you know, it's three wood shaft length. It looks really rad. Yeah, it looks yeah, cool. It really is a throwback to the original burner bubble. Um, even the way the graphics are on the shaft, the stock shaft. Um, I was, I, what size is the head? Is it like the same as their previous mini driver that came out when the, the SLDR? Let's see. We, yeah, we, we had the slider. Is that we the last the, one? The slider mini. And oh, there was another one. There was the there original was one before that too. Mini or something. Yeah, there was one like three years ago or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember what that club was called. It was black was and it red. Arrow burner. They would do a mini in it. No, no. I can't remember what it was. Man, Let's see. So what? What is it about that club that you like? So uh, it's just launch and spin is great. It's uh, being a little shorter. It's um. It's more accurate, you know. Uh, I was really struggling with what driver setup to hit this year, and then that came out, and I felt like I could put a dozen balls in a five-gallon bucket out at two eighty, and I was like, "That's good enough." That's now, a good feeling. And, yeah. um, everybody that hits it likes it. Everybody that you know, I mean, professionally, but that at the same time, um, the consumers. You know, they almost always buy it. And I don't know if it, you know, sometimes it's nostalgia and sometimes it's. Um, it's also yeah, cheaper. Yeah, it's more, it's more affordable. Um, yeah. I fit some seniors, you know, with the slower swing speeds um, into it, you know, with the 13 and a half degree head and uh, high launch shaft and, you know. So it's it's an off the tee only type club. It's not you a fair. You can hit it off the deck. Right? I mean, it's easier to hit than a your your typical driver. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm, Jeremy, are you interested? <laughs> I didn't realize the the burner was only a mini driver, but that's yeah. it. Actually, looks yeah. really nice. Are they going to do a a full size four hundred and sixty burner? I doubt it. Yeah. Maybe the burner spinoff will come after this. Mm. Mm. Start, start going. Mm. Mm. I cannot confirm nor deny. Start. Ah, there it is. There it is. It does look good. All I right, love the so, head cover too. The old school oh, style it, head cover. Yeah. Bob has one that he still plays yep. from the original. I wish my truck wasn't so far away. I'd go get it. Cause uh, it's, uh, they got, it's got kind of a crazy, furry inside you can reverse it and it looks wild too mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep bob uh has yeah, bob. the original and he does he, his is yeah. flipped out like that well, speaking of speaking of head covers and stuff uh did y'all see the tailor-made pga championship release i did yeah, yeah it looked really I, good i like it a lot better than a lot of them yeah i think the yeah. bag looked really cool I, I like the yeah. look of the bag for sure. Like the side would look sick. Like it was kind of like, you know, like almost like Nantucket kind of, you know, like the, uh, window. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. Nantucket? Oakley, you know, like a bunch of nuts. You don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there was a bunch of nuts around the yeah. bottom of it. And then acorns, on the head covers, whatever. there was a bunch of nuts. Acorns, acorns. if you will. Yep. yep. Yeah, they have. Oh, nice is it with the big, the big yep. leaf? Yeah. Yeah, those look nice. 
I like that. That's that's awesome about Major Week is all the shit that the manufacturers do. I I love looking at all that, like what they come up with and the creative uh, team Mm -hmm. that they do. It's sick. Oh, I like the different years that it's hosted in the on the acorns on the front. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yep. Very nice. Yeah, it's almost like a a showcase. Like, ooh, let's let's see what bags Mm -hmm. are doing. You know, it's a it's a who can probably done some like Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers kind of shit. You know, (laughs) with the the acorns. (laughs) <laughs> have some some uh what what's the graphic design that they call their golf ball what's that the the different made ball picks? yeah the taylor made ball with the yeah oh, oh the picks, picks. yeah, yeah picks. acorn picks yeah you should have done an acorn yeah, picks. i'm sure cool. that they did it they did it for sure Probably did yeah you buy them at the you can buy them in the club the pro for eighty thousand dollars a dozen in the tent that's hot see if you can find online. some some, oh yeah, they did do bucks. it. Yeah, I see it right there. They did do it. Yeah, sixty dollars yep. a dozen. That's titleless, basically. Yeah, that's basically titleless. Probably once. So, yeah, like balls, dude. I, like I used to play Pro V ones, and like sixty, sixty-five dollars with tax included is just ridiculous to me. Balls. I mean, everything's getting expensive, but it's just so expensive, man. Love to start playing the TaylorMade tour response at the old price of the Pro V ones at forty bucks or some shit with the with the pink stripe. They're good balls. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, tour responses are pretty. It's good. Probably the most I've affordable urethane cover out of any manufacturer. Yeah, I would say that yeah. are the Q stars, personally. But we'll say tour response because you're <laughs> you're here. <laughs> Actually, they're fun to putt with too. The yeah, with that that good. larger stripe on there. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad at all. All right, so uh, let's get into our picks. Um, because oh man, we got a red. Joe went over the odds earlier, um, and so I get to pick first, uh, then Jeremy, then Joe. And Roars, what we do on these episodes is uh, you can make a pick who you think is going to win, and then if one of our players does not make the cut, we get your pick. I dig it. I dig it. So um, looking at this and some of the players that are hot, uh, gosh darn it, this is, a, this, is a, this is a difficult golf course. And it's new for some of these guys. Mm-hmm. The old people played it. I want to take Victor Hovland again just because he, I think, is so set to win a major. Um, but my gut, my gut, I'm going high pick with my gut, and I'm going to take um, Patrick Cantley. Damn you. Damn you to hell. Was that your pick? That was my pick. <laughs> What's his odds? You Joe? took him instead of me. Who was it? Victor Hovland? No, no. Patrick Cantley. Cantley. Uh, the the slowest player in the, the slowest player. tour. 16 to 1. 16 to 1. All right, Jeremy, who you got? Um Dustin Johnson. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm it's taking shopping DJ. Shopping Macy's nowadays. Wow. Taking DJ. DJ. Picking Adam's going to be here. Adam's going to be happy 20 to you. 1. 21 for DJ. Team TaylorMade. 20 to 1. J- Team TaylorMade. <laughs> Roars might have influenced me a little bit to pick that, but. <laughs> He's playing the tour sponsor, with, right? With the pink stripe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's still playing his old DJ Proto 730s. I saw he's today. got the powder stripe on there. <laughs> all right, uh, Joe. All right. So I'm going to go um, a resident, or if you will, a. Oh, shit. Uh, play has grown up on a New York course. Um, this course did not have a head on the, on the man that was riding the horse. So I'm going to go with. Um, Mr. 22-1, Mr. Cam Young. A little Sleepy Hollow call out there? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly correct. Uh, what is his odds? He's 22-1. to 22-1. to one. 
All right, Roars. No pressure. No pressure, huh? Well, he's going team Taylor. So. <laughs> are you are you contractually obligated to pick a <laughs> you know, Taylor May player? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with Chef. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's tough not to go with Chef or, yeah. or Rob, right? honestly. What's his Where odds? Point four to one. Uh, Chef is seven to one. Seven to one. Honestly, I mean, we've seen Colin Morikawa not really. He he can show out. So I think I think uh, Colin Morikawa at thirty to one is pretty damn good pick too. But it has, what has he done Wait, in the majors lately? He 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 can show out. He doesn't. He's not. He's not super consistent. But he could, he can play. I mean. It's just Let's it's see. just one of those things that thirty to one. I think there's value there. Is what I'm saying. T T ten cut T five T fifty five. Yeah. T ten T five. I heard T ten at the Masters. T ten at the twenty two Open. T fifty five at the twenty two PGA. But he's had some really low rounds in there, here. and I think he's starting to learn yeah. how to string them together yeah. in a major. Yeah, I me mean, and the dudes won a major. Like he's one, he knows how to get it done. Yeah, he he knows he's one too. He he knows how to get it done. I just think at thirty to one, there's some value on Colin Morikawa as a major winner. In yeah, his, his team Taylor made, which is uh, this podcast is brought to you by Team Taylor made. <laughs> unofficially, uh, unofficial, unofficial. They don't know that, but <laughs> <laughs> Wells Fargo cut Zurich cut RBC Heritage T thirty one Masters T ten. Match play T28, players T13, API cut, Genesis six, Phoenix cut, Farmers third, Century Tournament Champions second. So I mean he's had a he's had a yeah. couple good tournaments. I mean, Masters top ten. Uh TPC top t- top fifteen, is that what you said? Ball striker. Uh, T13, striker. yeah. I mean yeah. they always you're, say you're... that about him and then he just doesn't show up. I mean, in the, and that's the thing. It's a gamble. If you're going 30 to 1, I mean, it's always a gamble. But I think there's value at 30 to 1 on Colin Morikawa, for sure. And that would put him yeah. three, three-fourths three of the way there. Or no, uh, Harding Park was PGA, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just think Sheffler, there's value there. Uh, 2, T4, 4, T10, T5, T19, T39, T33, T10, T13. I mean, Chef played really good this weekend at uh, Myron Nelson. So, uh, did you see the uh, interview with uh, Amanda Renner right now? Balionis is Renner. Uh, you know, and he said, you know, he shot a 64, 65. He's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play that well today. <laughs> Sounds like a roars line. Yeah, and uh, DJ, he's got an eighth, a fourth, a third, a first, a third, <laughs> a sixteenth, a sixth, and. <laughs> he just won so uh coming in yeah, hot but, and that's another coming thing it's like you know during the masters we none of, i mean personally i didn't think that they were going to come in in good form and a lot of them showed out so it's gonna be interesting i'm excited yeah time will tell thursday looking forward to it hey roars man thanks so much for hopping on man it's it's uh what is it uh it's Tuesday where you are. It is. Has been for 41 minutes. <laughs> like, can we wrap this up, fellas? <laughs> uh, no, man. Love having you on the show. Appreciate it so much. Uh, so happy. Everything's going great for you down there in the in the Naples area. Yep. And uh, um, looking forward to uh, see what's coming in the future for you because I'm sure it's going to be just outstanding because you're an outstanding guy. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joe, why don't you uh, take us home and uh, we'll get the flock out of here. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, tuning in this week. Uh, we got a major championship this week. It's uh, exciting as always in golf when we get the majors. Uh, shout out Roars for jumping onto the podcast this week. Appreciate you for joining us and giving us your insights into uh, team TaylorMade and your, uh, expertise into golf uh 
Jeremy is switching drivers, and I can't wait to see his new driver this Saturday because he's going to buy one at PGA. Or no, no, the Las Vegas Golf Superstore this week. It probably won't be used, but he's going to get fitted at the Las Vegas Golf Superstore this week, and I can't wait to see your new driver. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends, hey, I got t-shirts. Hit me up. (laughs) Peace. Later.